It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time. Time for silver and black today. To the ground game. Touchdown Las Vegas. We're breaking down the latest Raider news from on and off the field. And bringing you conversations with newsmakers and record breakers. So hold on, Raider Nation. It's time to get get it it on. Here's your hosts, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moulton. Happy Tuesday, Raider Nation. Welcome back to Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. My name is Scott Branson, your host for today. Mo Moten will be back on Thursday. Yes, uh, he is doing better. We certainly appreciate all the comments, questions, and well wishes from all of you out there. So Mo will be back uh, on Thursday, and we look forward to that. Do us a favor. If you don't already subscribe to the podcast Make sure you do it. Again, we are an Odyssey original podcast, one of 32 NFL podcasts, as well as the entire network of Odyssey, whether you're a baseball fan, an NBA fan, college football, doesn't matter. We got you covered. But make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You can check it right off our Twitter feed at SNB Today. In our bio is the link. And no matter what format you're on, we'll take you right to the link where you can subscribe. And don't forget, do me a huge favor. I want to be thankful, so be thankful for the show and make sure you put on the auto-download. That helps us out a lot. We certainly appreciate that. Also, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit subscription, but also hit notifications. If you hit the notification bell, you will get notified every time we have a new show. That also is significant. That way you don't miss the latest and greatest from us here at Silver and Black. Today, speaking of the latest and greatest, the Raiders win 22 to 16 on Sunday in Denver. Uh, of course, we had a lively post-game show myself and Murph from Raiders Fan Radio. It was great to be able to talk to you guys in the chat on YouTube and then afterwards on social media on Monday morning about that game, what happened, and to see the Raiders perform better. Were they perfect? No. They're 3 and 7, okay? They're not 7 and 3. They got a long way to go, but I will tell you this. So many things came out of that game that I thought were positive. And as a Raider fan, even though you're disappointing with way, disappointed, excuse me, how the season has gone, you have to feel good about that win. Now, for those of you who aren't happy, even when the Raiders win, I don't know what else I can tell you. I can re- recommend some good books that can help you like self-help out of it. I know you're tired of losing. I'm not saying get used to it or just accept it. Not what I'm saying. But you have to enjoy when your team wins because uh, obviously it's been a rough season. It's been a rough several years for this Raiders team with all that has gone on around it. So you got you got to be happy about it. And that's my point is I've been saying it for two weeks now. Find some positives. Well, Sunday you could find a lot of positives. And I want to break down the show this way. We're going to talk about Derek Carr next segment and the offense and, and what happened on Sunday with that because I think there's some significant breakthroughs there that I want to talk about, not only with his play, but with what you're hearing from him, Devontae Adams, and Josh McDaniels, 
and how that might give us some insight onto how this team is progressing after all the negativity, after the national press just lambasting the Raiders as being the most disappointing team in football, and in many ways they have been, so they deserve it a touch, but just the 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 outright contempt for Josh McDaniels in the national media because of these high expectations, and then, of course, because of his history, which he exercised some of those demons again Sunday in Denver by beating the Broncos for the second straight time since he came back as a head coach with the Raiders, obviously. So, so we're going to talk about that in the second segment. But in this first segment, I want to start off with this, because this, this has been one of the most discussed issues in Raider Nation with this 3-7 and seven season, and that has been the lack of success on defense. The Raiders' defense has been brutal. We, we know they rank near the end, the bottom, I should say, in defensive categories all throughout. And we've seen the Raider defense give up those big 17-point uh, leads. Uh, and again, I always argue, complimentary football, yes, the defense hasn't done their job, but then the offense, when given opportunities, hasn't done their job. Well, Sunday in Denver, guess what happened? The defense came to play. The defense not only came to play, but in my view, before the end of the first half, the defense completely changed momentum and set the tone for what would happen in the second half and set this team up to win. I really believe that. I want to get into that a little bit uh, because if you remember, let's, let's go back to Sunday, late second quarter, the Broncos, and, uh, the Broncos are driving, right? They get down to the three-yard line. Uh, and there's under a minute left. Uh, the Raiders are down 10-7. So if the if the Broncos go in and score, it's going to be a 10-point game, 17-7. Not only that, key to remember, the Broncos get the ball at halftime. So they would have had a 17-7 lead and the ball coming out in the second half. So that's you talk about a lack of momentum and maybe flying in the danger zone a little bit to steal a top gunism. Uh, but that's where they would have been. So the Raiders are down there. The defense, this defense, which is undermanned, we know that, not enough talent on that defense, has had trouble with Patrick Graham's system. Everyone wanted Patrick Graham fired. I thought he might be. He was not. Credit Josh McDaniels for staying with him. So they get to third and one. Max Crosby stops Melvin Gordon, hammers him, strips the ball loose, fumble, balls on the ground, but the Broncos recover. Okay, so that was on third and one, remember. So a huge, huge stop for that defense. That alone would have been great. Denver kicks a field goal. You're down 13-7. It's still only a one-score game. But that's not where we end, <laughs> right? You guys know this, but it's, it's worth reliving because fourth down, Brandon Manis comes out, sets up for a 25-yard field goal. So Denver's going to get that 13-7 lead. Max Crosby, two straight plays, makes plays of the game. The fumble to stop them on third and one. Then he blocks the field goal. He blocks the field goal. And I'm here to tell you that that was the turning point in this game. Absolutely 100% bona fide game-changing moment. And it was created by the Raiders' defense. Who would have thought? From everything I hear from you guys, that that was surprising to you as well. But this defense, the Raiders defense set the tone in this win. And not only did this one play change this game and change the momentum, 
on the back of Max Crosby making those two plays, the third and one forced fumble and stop, and then the fourth down field goal block to keep it at a three-point game at halftime. But this might have changed the trajectory of the season. Again, I'm not going to go on, I'm not going to go out here and tell you the Raiders are making the playoffs. I do not believe they will. If you do great, I want you to be positive, cool. I don't think so. But what this team needs, and I've been saying it for 2 weeks on this show, is this team needs confidence. It needs to see the work it's putting in is benefiting them and is resulting in what their ultimate goal is and that's winning ball games. So the Raiders' defense set the tone before the end of the first half, and in doing so, not only did they change the course of this game, which they then came back and won 22-16 on the road in Denver, which is hard to do for them, but they may have changed the tone of the season, the tone of how the fan base, and some look at Josh McDaniels, the tone and how the fan base looks at Derek Carr. That's wishful thinking, I know. Half of you won't be convinced no matter what. But nonetheless, it changes minds, in my view. It changes the direction of this team, if they can build. Now, they have to build on this and then go to Seattle and play consistently and do what they did in Denver there, okay? But I believe the Raiders' defense, of all, of all the units you would have thought, may have changed the tone and direction of the rest of this season. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And if that's the case, then we start talking about all different things, right? The last couple of weeks, we've been talking about Patrick Graham getting fired, even though I never thought it was a good idea or that it would happen. You guys all wanted Josh McDaniels. I shouldn't say you guys all. I should say a lot of you wanted Josh McDaniels fired. A lot of you wanted Derek Carr gone. And I believed, based on his play up to this point, full transparency, that I thought that the divorce between the Raiders and Derek Carr would come at the end of the season and it was gaining more steam and certainty because he was not playing up to his ability or how he's played in the past. He didn't look comfortable. And again, we're going to talk about that next segment, about Derek Carr and the offense particularly. But this defense, Max Crosby, I mean, we got to read this. Six tackles, two tackles for losses, three quarterback hits, a forced fumble and a field goal block. Listen, Max Crosby is a leader of men. We talked about that. You guys have been using that terminology and saying that Josh McDaniels is not that. And that's a separate conversation later in the show on the coaching situation. But Max Crosby's not an in-your-face, gonna-call-people-out type of leader. He leads by example. Yes, he gets fired up. If you watch the Twitter video after the game, <laughs> uh, fun times for Max there. But listen, they talked about it. Tashawn Reed on The Athletic had a story about Deron Harmon and talked about how there was not enough intensity and enough excitement on that defense. He challenged. The leadership of that defense challenged. So what did you see on Sunday? You saw on Sunday Denzel Perryman 
like he was possessed. Exorcist Part 4 came out and balled out, had a great game. He set the tone. Max Crosby set the tone. And then the defensive backs, they didn't play a perfect game, but they were resilient. They stayed in the game. They kept the game close enough. And yes, the Broncos' offense sucks. Okay, so I'm not saying the Raiders' defensive backs deserve some sort of award for what they did, but they played with resilience and they kept mistakes to a minimum. Okay, so you did that and that's what gave you a chance. But Max Crosby, what he was able to do is remarkable. Seven quarterback hits in the second half. The pass rush was consistent. And again, the DBs held their own. Seven quarterback hits in the second half. Cleland Furl did well. Bilal Nichols had a couple big, big plays. So you see this de- suddenly something turned on. Now, I'm not, I'm not writing home to you guys telling you the Raiders are a playoff team or that they're done or everything is solved, because it's not. But what I will tell you is Mo and I consistently for a month have been saying this team just needs some positive momentum. They need to see what they're doing is working. I know everyone hates the trust the process statement, but all of the things that they did, the system, the practice regimen, the psychology, the buy-in, all of that had to come together and result in positivity. As human beings, we react to that. Negativity, yeah, we can be challenged. It can help us spurn forward. But overall, the best way you get people to perform is showing them that the work they put in is appreciated and that it benefits everyone involved and it generates a positive outcome, right? So on Sunday in Denver, we saw a positive outcome. We saw the defense to a man come alive. Did they make mistakes? Absolutely. Was there blown coverages? Absolutely. There was. I'm not saying this is the best defense in the NFL all of a sudden. I'm just saying positive momentum. And yes, I know you guys are out there, some of you saying, well, we want a better draft pick. It's about winning the game. These are professionals. There's no tanking. There's letting young guys give an opportunity. We saw that yesterday. Okay. Excuse me, on Sunday. But if you see that, that's great. But what I'm saying is this team will still draft in the top 10, 15-ish, my guess. Okay. But there's a lot of things that I saw happen in Denver that if you're a Raiders fan, even if you're a jaded Raiders fan, you should feel good about because at the end of the day, firing a coach and blowing everybody out again is not optimal. No matter whether you like Josh McDaniels, whether you can tell me on Twitter that you never wanted him hired and you told everybody they shouldn't hire him. I'm not saying you didn't. All I'm saying is the reality of the situation is he's there. He's not going anywhere. So if that's the case, what do you want? Do you want to just bitch and complain about everything? Or do you want to see your team do better? I know Raider Nation now, covering it for six seasons. I know Raider Nation loves their team. There's no more passionate fan base in all of sports. And if that's the case, then you want them to win. And you want to see progress. So Denver on Sunday, you saw progress. That defense led the way, thanks to Max Crosby, Denzel Perryman, Deron Harmon. These guys all had better intensity and better energy. And guess what happened? They had better results. 
it's hard to argue with it, right? I mean, that's that's what happened. So to me, that's what you want. If you're a Raiders fan, okay, fine. You you this team needs draft picks. They got to build the roster. They're not near where they need to be to win a championship. We know that. But if you want a quarterback, yeah, top five. But do you need a quarterback? We'll talk about that in the next segment because a lot of you want a, new, a young quarterback. I think the Raiders have to get a young quarterback because they need to think past Eric Carr. But does that mean Carr's gone? We'll talk about that in the next segment and why I think the wind has blown the other way very quickly on whether Derek Carr will be a Raider next year with that out in the contract, no matter how heavy the trade market could be. Maybe their mind will change, but I doubt it. But we'll talk about that when we come back. But just an amazing performance due to what they have been under, I should say, due to what has been happening around this defense. For them to come out and set the tone for that win was huge, and it should not be overlooked. All right, we're going to step aside for our first break. When we come back, we're going to switch gears. We're going to talk about the offense. Oh, you know what, though? I have to do one thing before we go. Josh McDaniels talked about, now I made the premise at the beginning of the segment about that ending first half sequence of the Raiders defense against the Broncos offense and blocking the field goal, the Max Crosby series, I'll call it from now on, uh, the importance of that and how it changed the tone of the game. Josh McDaniels talked about that in his press conference after the game, too. Here's what he had to say. I thought there was a lot of energy. Um, you know, we've been working really hard. We've been close on a couple of kicks um, in the last few weeks here, and the guys work really hard in practice of trying to get that done. And we know that those plays make a huge difference, as you can see. I mean, if you, if you don't block that field goal, then we have to score a touchdown at the end of regulation. Uh, so I thought it was an enormous play. I thought it gave our group, we had great energy as it was, but I thought the energy, you know, coming into the halftime was, was really good. Um, I think they were focused on trying to play their best half in the second half. Um, but I thought it definitely gave us a little bit of a boost there. So there you go, making my point. And his point, I forgot to mention that, about how if, if, you, if they get a field goal there, then you got to get a touchdown at the end of the game to win. So... All of you who've been screaming on Twitter about how defense, 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 you're right. But you don't have to have a top 10 defense like the Broncos did. Broncos have a top 10 defense, but it all comes back to complementary football. The Raiders, for the first time all season, I think throughout the game, had complementary football yesterday. Excuse me, Sunday. I keep saying yesterday. Feels like yesterday. I guess when it's a win, it's a little more enjoyable, so you think of it. More recently. But anyway, that was Josh McDaniels on that and agree with him 100%. Okay, when we come back, we're going to talk about the offense. Derek Carr, who looked comfortable for once as the quarterback of the Raiders in 2022. We'll talk about that and uh, get to some of my thoughts around that. Do us a favor. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you don't do it. And we will be right back after this message here on Silver and Black Today and Odyssey Original. 